What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Business Choreography Podcast. Today, we are talking about the power of a summit. And you've got both Michael and I today. He's going to join in just a second. And we're excited to talk about it. Let's cue the theme song and then we'll jump in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Awesome. Let's Rock and do roll. It. I'm excited to talk about a summit. We've got lots of good stuff for you today. Um, as always, we um, if you're just listening to this, you can also go and see it because we do pull up uh, slides here and there. And so you can go and watch it on YouTube and you can check out what's actually on the screen and see us. So, um, but listening's good too. Uh, that's always great. Sometimes you're on the go and, and you're listening while you're riding your bike or you're running, exercising, whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe you're driving somewhere. So um, we are going to start with what is a summit. Sometimes people don't know what a summit is. And then we'll be going into, you know, all of the whys behind the summit. We have some cool stories to share with you. Um, we just uh, helped someone. They just got through their launch of a summit and it went really well. So we're excited to share some of that with you. And then we're going to show you the structure, uh, the funnel structure of a summit. And then we'll end up with choreography as always. We always got to, we always got to add in the choreography. So uh, Michael, start us off with explaining what a summit is. All right. Summits are super fun. First of all, there are a lot of different marketing strategies and tactics that are being taught and shared around the world these days, especially with the uh, the mass movement onto the internet and everybody's getting involved. And so I would say probably four or five years back, summits were the hot thing that everybody had to have a summit and everybody was teaching their version of it and whatnot. And then it sort of fell out of favor, but that's only because it wasn't the new hot candy. There were other things that came up that doesn't mean by any way, shape or form that summits don't work or that they're not valuable. In fact, uh, to this day, as Lexi had mentioned, we have a client that just launched a uh, summit and they killed it and it was really great and it did all the things that we were hoping it would do. And so there's some really uh, great reasons and benefits for doing a summit and we'll get into those as we go, but let's start with just what it is. Uh, the summit can be called a lot of different things. You could call it a summit. You could call it a convention. You could call it a Congress. You could call it, uh, I mean, I don't know. I've heard all sorts of different names, right? So there's a lot of different names for it, but the general idea and the reason summit is the general term for the concept is because if you think back to like diplomats, they meet at a summit. And the reason it was called a summit initially when diplomats and negotiators would meet is because they would typically meet at a neutral ground on the summit of a mountain between their two different countries, and it was a safe space. 
And so they would meet at this safe space and all the best minds and thinkers would show up and they would have a safe conversation to negotiate either a treaty or the next thing or they would educate or whatever. And then the, the idea and the name stuck. That was from the old days, right? So now summits just basically mean that it's a collection of really great thinkers in a certain area, a niche, a concept that you're teaching about, some kind of idea that, that you are promoting and you're bringing those people together and you are allowing them to share their ideas. You're expanding the horizon of your people and there are a whole lot of cool benefits that come from it. So the summit idea is basically gathering experts in the field or in a a bunch of fields that support the actual summit's concept. So you might have a summit about, uh, let's say, uh, homes, right? So building oh. <laughs> just homes in general, All right. <laughs> right? Homes and you need people that are designers. You need people that are building homes. You need people that are handymen. You need people that are uh, property managers. You need real estate agents. So those would all be the experts to come and talk about homes. I know that's a really weak subject. That's what that's came really to big. <laughs> yeah, but, but that one brings in a bunch of different experts from a bunch of different concepts. Although you could have a personal development uh, summit and you could have a bunch of experts that were talking on a certain subject within personal development. So you could niche down really, really far and say, okay, this summit is about suicide prevention and you have a whole bunch of different experts come in and talk about suicide prevention. Okay. It could be now, about marketing and you have a whole bunch of marketing experts that come in and have different strategies and tactics that they talk about within that summit. Indeed. And it goes on and on. So you could niche down really super small and you could have a whole bunch of people that wanted to talk about that thing for that small niche, or you could reverse it and your thing could be a specific niche and you could have all the surrounding topics around your thing and have them all come. So there's a lot of different possibility and potential. And it could there. be live or it could be in person or it could be online. I think for the sake of today, um, we're going to talk a little bit more from the perspective of an online summit or an online convention, right? Not necessarily a live, but you could take this setting and you or this concept and you could put it in a live setting. But we're going to talk about it from the perspective of let's run this all online. Let's run the summit all online, get a whole bunch of people together, and it, then we can sell this yeah. thing talk a little bit more about the strategy and the concept of what you can do with that. And we could like, we could take the exact principle and strategy that we're talking about and you can apply it to an in-person uh, summit as well. And, and it really yeah, so that's what I just said. That's all that yeah. different, you know, and, and right. initially that's how they were all done before <laughs> pre-internet and at, back in my day, we <laughs> have the interwebs. Um, those web, you know, spider things. How do we do? No, <laughs> that was in the old days. We used to actually show up at an arena. Every, thousands every episode, of us. we have something where it's back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. We should have that as part of one of our, part of our episodes. I guess. No, literally though. I mean, I used to, I used to get tickets to go to an arena and they would have all the speakers there. And so they'd fill the arena with, 35, 50,000 people and have these speakers come in and 
teach and talk and sometimes sell things. So there's lots of different ways to do it. But uh, today we'll just talk about it from an online perspective because you can extrapolate how to do it in an in, in, uh, in-person space. And a lot of people are going back to that. So don't rule it out. So yeah, pretty for cool. Sure. Um, okay. So the why behind a summit, um, it's very, it's a very, very cool tool to utilize to gain a lot of leads into whatever it is that you're talking about. And so if you gather a whole bunch of experts together and all of these experts have the list of people that you want to be talking to and have, uh, the list of people that you want to sell your product to, we should say, right. And if you can gather them into, or you can utilize those people to get more people onto your list. So Michael, talk a little bit more about that. That I love that perspective on gaining um, your own list, right? So if you're a business owner right now and you aren't building your list and I don't care what what product or service you're selling, it doesn't really matter. If you're, if you're in business, you need to build a list because if you're depending on any other platform, any social media platform, any other person's platform to supply you with leads and you aren't collecting those leads, your business is one step away from failing. So if you're that person, if you're in business right now and you aren't collecting leads, I don't care what you do. You could sell pizza and you still need leads. You still need to collect those leads. You still need to build a list, right? So it doesn't matter what it is that you're doing. If you're in business, you need a list and summits build lists beautifully, right? And I love that, what what Lexi said about tapping into the audiences of your speakers. And this is a, a great side benefit, right? We call it Dream 100, right? It's partnerships. It's integrating these partnerships into your business and infusing your business with life because you could potentially be bringing your customer to you because they've already collected them. And that's so cool. How cool is that, right? You can leverage somebody else's audience. And I say leverage because you're not going to steal them. There are some uh, instances where you run a summit with a bunch of competitors And you might think, well, gosh, why would I do that? Well, because maybe you have customers on your list and maybe they have customers on their list that haven't bought from either one of you. And if you make a good deal with that competitor, you might say, well, they're not buying from me. Maybe they'll buy from you and maybe I can actually gain some profit from that. Or maybe they can gain some profit. And we all rise in the tide. We love that saying, all boats rise in the tide. And that is huge, right? So I should put on our boat there just so that we can remember that. There we go. If you're watching, you can see our background is a boat. There we go. Because we're all going to rise in the tide. And that is really, really cool if you are indeed using other people's audiences. Now, there's some other benefits, right? There are other things that we can benefit. Not only are we going to build our list, not only are we going to... Sorry, go for it. Not only are we going to get other people's uh, audiences and leverage that, but what else, Lex? Um, we also can gain a lot of credibility by doing oh a summit gosh. because here's the general concept. When you run a summit, and again, there's lots of different ways that you can organize this, but the general idea is that you run a summit and you offer this ticket for free. 
and people can come in and they can see these interviews for a certain period of time. And then you come in and you do an upsell, you do some type of VIP pass. And this VIP pass is going to be, you know, 47, 97, sometimes it's higher. And that allows them to get access to all of the replays and other bonuses. And so then what you're doing is you're gathering a whole bunch of people, you're interviewing them, then they are telling people, hey, I was, I'm a part of this summit. They tell their list, you're gaining that list, but you're also being seen with all of these people who are already in this space. Say it's the marketing world, right? Say it's the marketing world and you get all of these people who already have lists of people that you want to be talking to and you're not quite at that level, right? Maybe they're, they're an A player, maybe you're a B player right now. And if you're, if you start to be seen with all of these A players, well, your credibility is going to go up so quickly because you're going to do all these interviews. All of these people are going to see you. And now you start to become that A player too, because you were seen with them. So it's kind of like Oprah. Yeah. A little bit like Oprah. Yeah. She interviewed all these people throughout all of the years. And now she has massive credibility so much so that she could start her own TV network and be considered a personal development expert because she has interviewed everybody. And so people automatically trust her and believe her. And if she says, this is what you should do, they believe her because of course she studied personal development and, and of course she went to school and got degrees and certificates and all those things, right? Well, I don't know for sure. Maybe she did, maybe she didn't, (laughs) but the theory behind it is she interviewed all those people. So that massive credibility is huge. It's huge. Yep. The other thing that can happen with this is because you are trying to utilize these other people's lists and you're interviewing them, you're not necessarily paying for those leads. And so when you come in and you offer that free ticket and then you do this upsell, all of a sudden you're making money to get the leads to come in the door. It, you you didn't pay for them through advertising because that's usually like the, the general idea is, okay, well, I'm going to put a Facebook ad up and I'm going to put a certain amount of money in to get that lead, but you haven't made money yet and you have some cost per lead and you're hoping to recover that later. With the summit, it's really cool because you're utilizing other people's audiences and you're use, utilizing um, connections. And now you are getting paid through your VIP because you'll have a certain percentage that will take that VIP pass and you're getting paid to get a lot of those leads. And it's, I love it's that. just a really, really cool idea. Monetization. You mean you can monetize something that was free? Yes, of course, because yeah. you can add massive value to the, your future potential clients, they start to look at it and go, Oh man, I got to have that. I got to have that VIP pass. I got to have that, that upgrade, that up sale, because that's going to add more value to my world. But you get to start by adding that credibility and you get to start by adding all sorts of value and over delivering for a new audience that maybe doesn't know you. And that is huge. Now there's another one on the list. And that is back-end sales. Oh, this is lovely because you can do this on the tail end of the summit or you cannot do it at the tail end of the summit and just get into your good, solid email marketing plan that you have, right? Because you have a good, solid 
backend email marketing plan that you can actually send them emails and start to market to those people that are your new customers. You can start to add value to them. You can tell them your story. You can get them familiar with your brand and what you do, and you can continue to add more value to them before you ask. And then you can ask them, hey, maybe you'd be interested in our service. And that would be cool. That would yeah. be really cool too, right? So that's yeah. five. I think we listed, and we could probably go on and on and on, right? But we listed five, one, two, three, four, five, right? So you could build your list. You can get your Dream 100 connections, which will help you with your business later on. You can build massive credibility. You can monetize in the summit, and you can actually create back-end sales after or at the tail end of the summit. Right. Man, right. these are some really amazing benefits for doing a summit. It's a lot of things all packed into one little package. Right. So just a quick example, because we told you we would tell you about somebody that just launched last week. Um, so she works with ballroom dancers and it, her program is, is a whole program to help ballroom dancers get better and to attain a championship level. And so what she did is she did a summit that was called the World Pro-Am Female Summit. And so she called out exactly who her people were. And she got a whole bunch of judges in the industry and teachers and she got them together and she did interviews with them. And then she sold it. So, but that ticket was free to come and see those interviews for, um, I think it was a three day event. So they could come and each day there, there were seven interviews and then that day would close. And then day two, there were another seven and then that day would close. And so if they missed it, They'd want to get that VIP pass. And so she she did that and she made a lot of VIP sales. Plus, she grew her list massively and she didn't pay for any of those leads. She has hundreds of new leads that she gets to talk to. That are the perfect lead for her product. They're perfect for her product, right? And so it's really, really important as you're looking at doing a summit that you know what your back end is. You know exactly what that product is and who your people are, because then when you're doing a summit, you can call out all of those people and then you can interview all the people who have your people, your list grows, and now she can go and promote her main core product to those people. Plus, she made money throughout the summit, right? Because she had a certain percentage of these people who decided they wanted to see the free thing go, I can't watch all of this and I want all of these bonuses. So let me get the VIP pass for $97. And so she made thousands of dollars off of this summit before her core product, right? So very cool stuff that can happen uh, with the summit. And it, and it's it's just it's a lot of fun. So should we show him the the funnel structure, Michael? Yeah, let's let's get into the weeds just a little bit. I, I know you know for some of you guys it might be um, you know might be pretty cool for you to be able to see a little bit into the weeds. And so we'll show you uh, a little structure that we that again. We if you're uh, just listening to this, make sure to uh, go check out the YouTube channel so you can see the the structure. Absolutely. All right, I'll share that to the screen. Awesome. Okay, lead us through it, Lex. Uh, cool. So this is a funnel, right? If you're not familiar with funnels, you should get familiar with funnels. But this is basically how the setup would look for the um, for the sale and for people to opt in. 
So as we look at it, um, we've got this first page here, and this is the opt-in page. And so this is where somebody would put in their name and they put in their email and they haven't, they haven't purchased anything, right? They're just, they're opting in to say, yeah, I want access to these interviews on these three days. And so there's the opt-in. Then it goes to the next page. This next page is what we call a one-time offer. So they're going through this funnel and this one-time offer is their ability to get this VIP pass and it, to go, hey, you may not be able to see everything and you may want these bonuses. So if you want to make sure you can see everything, then get this VIP pass right now and you can decide what that price point is and they can put in their information, put in their credit card and they can buy that VIP pass. Now they get access to a membership area. They don't have to worry about going and seeing it on the specific days. They have it all. Plus they have all of these cool bonuses because they purchased. Um, but there's still all the people who got the free thing, right? So it goes opt-in, then it goes OTO. And you can see the members area down here. Um, that's what would happen if they purchased. Then they would go to a members area. And they would initially they'd go to an order uh, or to a thank you page and then they'd get sent to their members area. If they don't get the OTO, then there's a button on there that says, ah, no thanks, I'm just going to watch the free version. And then they'd come over to this thank you page where it would continue to try to get that person to um, to buy the VIP pass. So it'd say thank you, and then come and join our community, and make sure to check your email. And here's another opportunity to get the VIP pass. And so it'd have all of those things on the thank you page. And then they would get an email and we would make sure that we come in here and we go, hey, you're a part of the summit. We want to send them a few emails and go, hey, you're a part of the summit. We're excited to see you. Don't forget that it's this day. And we just want to make sure that they're still um, they're still going to come because you're promoting it probably two weeks before and they could sign up on the first day of the two weeks and maybe it's two weeks later, well, you want to keep making sure that they stay engaged and they're going to come. And this can get as complicated as you want. You know, you could look at it and go, okay, for all the people that purchase the VIP, VIP pass, I'm going to send them a different direction. And for all the free people, I'm going to send them this direction. But we can basically look at it and go, okay, generally, we need a thank you email for everyone who signed up. And we need to make sure that they come and attend or they get into their membership area and they consume the material. Now, from there, um, this is a general way that you can think of it, but you from from the summit, you could send them through a whole sequence that is going to get them to your next product. But there's different ways to do it. You could do a webinar. It, we're not going to get into that too much. That I, I don't want to overwhelm you too much. So we're not <laughs> going to get into that. Um, so we'll just, just leave that alone. Um, but let's come up here to the day one. Michael, you want to talk about the day one pages, day two, day three, all of that? These are pretty cool because this allows you to be able to sort of gate your content. And I mean that in the positive way. I want you to think about it this way. We're going to over deliver so much. That's the goal. We want to over deliver to our new potential clients. And so we're going to put all of the summit uh, videos for day one on a page and we're going to give them access to that page. We'll send them an email to remind them. And then on day two, this first day will go away and all of this, the interviews will be on that page. You've got to make sure that you put a lot there. 
So you want more than they can consume. That helps to promote your VIP pass. And you're over-delivering, so it's kind of a win-win scenario, right? And then you've got your day two. At the end of that, it goes away. Of course, you have emails each day letting them know that they can have access to that for the day. At the end of the day, the page goes away, and it moves to the next day. And you do that for you know, anywhere from three days. I've seen seven-day summits, uh, you know, one- or two-day summits, uh, not as often because it doesn't really fit the strategy. That's not really what's happening there. Now, it could be that your summit is a paid strategy from the upfront, and then you would change the overall whole of this entire map. But honestly, you need to really understand what it is that you're going to do to get them to your core product, like Lexi was saying earlier. And so that kind of gives you a quick overview of what the map could look like. And and literally, that's a very general map because each person's summit is going to be slightly different depending yeah, upon slightly different choreography, slightly different things that are are happening per whatever your thing is, and every, everybody's unique, right? So. Yeah, you got to have your special thing in there. You got to have your special process, and you know your bonuses might be different. Your your upsells might be different. Uh, you might and- have two upsells. You might add another page. You might even choose, I've seen a few summits that have no upsales and they're playing a long-term game, but they definitely have a strategy. So if you see something like that, you go, well, they're giving it all away for free. I guarantee you they have a strategy that's going to monetize it later in some way, shape or form, right? It's fine if you have the ability to give away things for free, if you're building goodwill, if you're building a brand understand that, but realize that the nice part and the beautiful thing of a summit and this particular strategy is that by giving away your summit for free on the front end, if you have a a way to monetize it, you can actually use that to your advantage because that is giving away great goodwill. That is giving away some really great effort and it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you time, effort. It's going to cost you some money to put on this summit. And, uh, and all of that comes across as goodwill because you're bringing up across great information for your new potential client. Yeah. And something to note for the speakers, everyone's always like, well, how do I get them on board to want to be a part of this? Well, it's usually enticing for them for a couple of reasons. One, you, um, they, they want access to all of those people as well. And you're giving them a platform to be able to talk to all of these other people's lists as well and to promote their thing and to get in front of them. So usually just that is enticing enough for them. Exposure yeah. is huge. Yeah, it's, it's just exposure for them. The second thing is a lot of times people will give an affiliate commission to those speakers. So if you're doing the VIP pass, a lot of times people give 50% to anybody who they get to come into that summit. And there's lots of ways to track that with the summit that happened last week that we were um, a part of. That's that's how it was, right? So all those speakers got an affiliate link and whoever clicked on that link that came from them, they would get a commission on those and they would have to get the the upsell, right? It's not just if they come in for free. They they also purchase that VIP pass. So that's usually why they are excited to be a part of it. Um, but a lot of people will just do it for the exposure. Absolutely. So. I know, I know I would. Yeah. Right. So it, it's, you've got to understand that if you can get in and talk to a group and an audience and get yourself exposed to other yeah. people's audiences, 
this is super valuable, right? Now you add the cherry on top of getting a commission and now, hey, that's pretty good. And until you're potentially a headliner, right? If you're Tony Robbins, you can charge whatever you'd like to come in and speak because at an event. he's going to bring millions of people. Right. Right. And he knows that. Yeah, he, he knows that he can. So he knows that he is that valuable that he can do that. So Yeah. So I highly suggest if you are uh, uh, invited to be a speaker, unless you have a very huge following and, and you have very, something that you can yes. bring, then just go get the exposure and, and yeah. do it for do some goodwill. Following, like just say yeah. yes. You know, Absolutely. It, I, we, we like to say yes to a lot of things um, because everyone's on a different journey and, and you just, just say yes. We're definitely it's, under that mindset. Absolutely. I love that. And you know who else is uh, a big uh, proponent of that was John Lee Dumas. Yeah. Huge, you know? And I remember remember hearing him say that. And and because he said that on a podcast that I heard, um, it it intrigued me. And I thought, gosh, I got to connect with him. And and sure enough, it was it was doable, right? Yeah. Because he had a good perspective on it. And so just understand that you um, – you've got to get out there and you got to get yourself some exposure. And so do the people that you are working to promote and give them exposure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So we always like to bring it back to, to choreography, right? And so this is a piece of choreography that you can run inside of your business to get leads. And um, the choreography is really, really important the choreography of connecting it to your core product, the choreography of making sure that all the, the little pieces are, are connected and, and working together. Um, but again, it, it's one piece of choreography that you, you can run. Um, there's so many different pieces that, that you can do. Michael, you want to talk a little bit more about that? You know, choreography can be anywhere from, uh, you know, beginning to advanced. And depending on, you know, in the past, we've worked with startups that just needed some basic choreography, but we call it basic. To them, it was like, wow, this is amazing because we needed the understanding of how to pull all those pieces together. But sometimes, you know, if you think about it from a dance dancer's perspective, even the professional dancers hire other professional choreographers to come in and choreograph their dances because they know that that professional choreographer can come in and see from the outside. And so in that, on that note, uh, determine where you're at and what type of choreography you need. And if you need some help, reach out, let us know. For sure. All right. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Business Choreography Podcast. As always, if you enjoyed this, make sure to take a screenshot, uh, tag us on social media, let us know, share it with your friends, and uh, make sure that people know about it. Thank you so much for being here. Peace out. The choreography your business is running can determine whether you can grow and scale to the next level. It's so easy just to take business day by day, but that can leave you putting out fires and keep you from growing. Find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Schedule a growth strategy analysis call with us today. Go to bizchoreo.com to book your time.